Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to our Sunday broadcast. Of course, a little bit different today. We had uh, still some snow and ice, and the parking lot of the church is still covered, so uh, we didn't want to get anybody out to uh, take a chance on falling or or uh, having an accident on the way to or from church. So we're having our online version of today's uh, PAC Sunday service. And we certainly appreciate all of you who have joined us today, whether you're joining us uh, on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. Thank you for being a part of today's service. And we're going to jump right into our uh, our uh, service today. And we, we have uh, several uh, announcements and uh, several, of course, uh, prayer requests that we have. And uh, we want to uh, get those mentioned to you so that you can uh, be praying about these uh, situations as well as uh, also uh, knowing what's coming up in uh, the future with PAC. Well, we do have a Section 3 rally that's coming up Friday, February the 2nd at 7.30 p.m. You can keep that in mind. And then KYC this year is going to be Friday and Saturday, February the 16th and 17th, Northeast Christian Church in Lexington, Kentucky. Special speaker, Josh Carson. Also, Section 3 conference coming up, and that'll be February the 22nd and 23rd. And, of course, we do have our prayer requests that we always like to pray about. And as you see those scroll across the screen, we also want to remember, I'll mention about the last five of these, Connie Priest, Jay Bright, Renee Stiltner, Daphne Moore, and Rebecca Bolden. Let's remember all of these requests in prayer. And we want to uh, let you know that there's several ways that you can Get your prayer request to us today. Uh, you can call in to the church phone, and that is 606-262-7000, or you can email those, and of course, that's uh, prayer at org or pastor at org. And uh, you can also uh, get connected with us by sending in a text to at Pike UPC. That's all you have to do is at Pike UPC and text that to the number 81010. You get put on the list. Maybe we got a cancellation, rescheduling, technical difficulty. Something happens that we uh, are not going to have a broadcast or have service that you can get it that way. We send out emails. Of course, we did that uh, last night. Uh, we made the decision to go ahead and call service off, let everything thaw out. Going to have a big thaw this coming week, even going to get up close to 60 degrees. And so um, everything should melt and and be ready for the weekend service. So I uh, wanted to uh, just let you know we send out emails. So if, if you're not receiving our emails, you need to send me your email uh, address. And again, I'll bring that up on the screen so that you can see uh, those email addresses and you can send me your email address. And that way I can put you on the list. And when we have a cancellation, uh, something happens pertaining to the church, we send out prayer requests. We have all sorts of announcements and different things that we use the email for. So if, I, if you're not receiving it from us, make sure that I have your email address. Also, 
uh, we are looking at um, not only uh, ways of getting in contact with us through email. Uh, the church phone is a, uh, a phone that you can call in and leave your prayer requests, pray supports, or uh, something that you need to leave for me or somebody in the church, and that's 606-262-7000. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray for all of these requests. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together to study your word. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us today as we have come together, that you will touch each and every one who is watching with with healing and, and strength and direction in their life. I pray also, Lord, that you would touch all of those who are going through uh, situations in their life that they will learn that that you are there, that you have never left them, you've never forsaken them. And Lord, we ask for your blessings upon each and every one on our list, that you will bring healing and deliverance, and that you would get the glory and honor as we give you the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, you know, I I want to uh, kind of go to the uh, the same Thing that we've been talking about. We talked about it at CAC this morning in Sunday school and also in church. We talked about Daniel. We talked about his faithfulness before he went into the lion's den. And the more I kept looking at that and the more I kept uh, teaching that this morning, it just became more and more of, of broadening uh, people in the Bible who had a relationship with the Lord before they faced their terrible times. They didn't wait until they got, uh, you know, right up to the point of the of the lion's den or the test or the trial, and then say, "Okay, I'm gonna get serious with the Lord." You have to get serious today. So I just want to kind of uh, piggyback off of the two previous lessons and just kind of uh, just say, uh, you know. Make preparations now. Make preparations now. And maybe I can uh, get that uh, with our uh, title today, and I'll change that because that was our Tuesday, last Tuesday night broadcast that we had. But uh, I do want to uh, kind of get, uh, we talked about getting back to the basics, but I want to I talk about maybe getting uh, things that we need to get uh, uh, ready now, preparation now. And, uh, and I think that would be just a good way of, uh, titling today's message is because we do need, uh, to not only, uh, be prepared, uh, uh, you know, and, and we can talk about being prepared and talk about all sorts of things that we do and, uh, and that we, uh, sometimes, um, look at, and, and I just want to, uh, change this title right quick, if I could, uh, to, um, uh, getting prepared, uh, for what's coming, getting prepared, getting ready today, uh, getting, um, getting ready for what is coming your way. So I just want to say, um, making preparation. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, sometimes we, we say, uh, we make preparations to, to go on uh, vacation. We make preparations to go 
uh, to um, uh, the store to buy groceries. We make preparations for snowstorms. We go out and get our milk and bread. That's always a, a big laugh that I always get. People always get milk and bread, and I don't know why they don't uh, just say, well, i got to go get some pop and some little Debbie cakes or something. But uh, anyway, uh, we want to uh, just talk about making preparations because if we don't get prepared ahead of time, um, if we don't get prepared ahead of time, we will be caught off guard on what we come up on. Maybe we'll be faced with a trial. Maybe we'll be faced with uh, a test. Maybe someone will tempt us and try to get us to compromise. And we have to learn how to make preparations now because you don't wait till you run out of gas and then say, well, I need to go to the gas station. You don't wait till you run out of food and then say, I need to go to the store. Uh, neither should we wait until we're faced with something uh, devastating or something tempting or the devil throws something in your way and then say, I'm going to get serious with the Lord. Well, I want to just bring up uh, today uh, a little bit about Daniel. Uh, the king had thrown Daniel in the lion's den. Um, of course, he probably suspected and deliver him because he began to say this, and, and the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God whom thou deliverest continually, or service continually, he will deliver thee. I think that's interesting that he says the God that you serve continually, he will deliver you. So I, I'm thinking that somewhere in the back of the mind of the king, he's thinking, it's going to be all right, Daniel. I'd like to reassure you, it's going to be all right as long as you keep serving the Lord continually. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. As today we study making preparations. Lord, we thank you once again for the reading of your word. We're thankful, Lord, for the example that Daniel gave. We're thankful, Lord, for the words even of the king, because we understand, Lord, that you will deliver those who continually serve you. And Lord, I pray that you would help us today as we have this study, that we will all leave here with more knowledge than we came. But most of all, we will serve you continually. And we give you the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, uh, as we said this morning, Daniel's success was due to his continually serving the Lord. He didn't just serve the Lord in his hometown. He just didn't serve the Lord when things were good. He, he wasn't one of these people that just was excited about the Lord when other people were, ex were excited about the Lord. Daniel served the Lord continually. It was a constant thing with him. It was a continual thing with him. Um, if you met Daniel, if you lived in his day and you met Daniel uh, on, a, on a Wednesday, he was serving the Lord. If you met him on a Thursday, he was still serving the Lord. If, if you know, you look at the way that he prayed and the way that he was dedicated to the Lord, 
you see that there was nothing, not even his captivity, not even his uh, surroundings and environment that he was in, the Babylonian environment could cause him to slack up on his serving the Lord. Um, I'd like to say today, we need that type of fervor that we are going to serve the Lord continually. We're going to stay prepared. We're going to look for his coming. We're not going to be distracted with all the things of our Babylonian influence that we're faced with today, which means all of the things that surround us, whether it's at work, whether it's at uh, church, whether it's at uh, you know your community or school or wherever it is, don't let anything distract you from continually serving the Lord. Daniel put forth this great illustration. The king knew this. The king recognized this. And I think it's important that if the king recognized this, even though he went ahead and commanded him to be thrown into the lion's den, the king said, Thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. Those are words of believing, faith. Everything's going to be all right. Now, whether the king fully was persuaded, it doesn't say. I'm just taking him at his word. By what he said to Daniel, he was literally saying, God's going to take care of you. Why? Because you continually serve him. You don't give up when the going gets tough. You don't quit coming to church when things get bad. You don't uh, you know, quit praying when you're overwhelmed. You don't quit serving the Lord when you're taken out of your own hometown environment. A lot of us are taken out of our environment every time we leave the church house. We go back to work. We go back to the community. We go back to school. We go back to uh, the uh the world, if you will. And then we are there surrounded by all of that, but we have to continually serve the Lord. And we have to let others see that. Uh, Daniel let the king see that he, he was going to serve the Lord regardless. Didn't matter. Good times, bad times. Throw me in the lion's den. I'm still going to serve the Lord. You, you can make decrees, but I'm still going to serve the Lord. You can talk about what you're going to do to me, but I'm still going to serve the Lord. Let's serve the Lord. Let's make preparations now that we're going to stand solid and we are going to continually serve the Lord. So that's what he said. And I want to, I want to kind of uh, look at that as we go through. He will deliver thee. Now, a stone was brought put upon the mouth of the den, the, the king sealed it with his own signet and also with the signet of his Lord. So everything's signed, sealed, and delivered. Daniel now is in the lion's den that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Nobody's going to change it. Nobody's going to come and get Daniel out. Nobody's going to 
break this seal because when they go back after they think the next morning, Daniel's gone, Daniel's dead, problem solved, you know, all of them people that began to go tell the king that Daniel was still praying, don't matter, next morning they're going to come and they're going to look and they're going to say, well, the seal is still there. Nobody broke the seal. But look what happens. Look what happens concerning Daniel. The king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. This is why I believe the king really didn't want Daniel to be harmed. And I believe that the king really believed what Daniel, Daniel's life portrayed. Because Daniel's life portrayed steadfastness, realness, um, somebody who continually served the Lord. That impresses people. People may not like your religion. People may not like the way that, that you serve the Lord. They may not even agree with it. But they will honor, and I say this all the time, people may not agree with you or me. People may not look at, at the way we live for the Lord and say you have to do that, but they will honor when you steadfastly, continually serve the Lord. They watch your life, and if you're the same today as you was six months ago, they're convinced what you got is real. They're not going to uh, think of you in any other way but someone who is really dedicated to the Lord. That's why, you know, growing up, in, uh, in school, bringing your kids up in church and, and dressing them modest and different things. People may not agree with that, but when they see that you're steadfast, when they see you're going to continue to do it, they honor that. They honor that. Just like Daniel was being honored. The king went to his palace and passed the night what? Fasting. And neither was the instruments of music brought to him. Uh, and his sleep went from him. So uh, he, he wasn't sleepy. He, he couldn't lay down and go to sleep. He was fasting. Uh, he didn't want anything really, I feel, for anything to happen to Daniel. People that see your realness, a lot of times they're not out to destroy you. They might tempt you. I had, I had a person one time come to me, years later and apologized to me. And I said, what are you apologizing for? And they said, well, uh, you know, when you work for me, I tried my best to break you. I tried my best to see if I could get you to change and show that you wasn't really serious about being a Christian. But he said, you were, you were serious. You didn't break. You didn't give up. You didn't Lay down your religion for a moment. Now, I've heard people say this, oh, praise God, I'm going to lay down my religion and teach that person a lesson. No, don't lay your religion down. Be a Daniel. Be a Daniel that continually serves the Lord. Be a Daniel that doesn't give up when the going gets tough. Yeah, they may be things that get under your skin. They may be things that, that uh, irk you. They may be things that just... Cause your blood to boil. But what you have to do as a Christian, show people you are continually serving the Lord. It will 
make a difference in what people look at and what people understand that you're real. You're real. The king understood Daniel was real. There was no question, is Daniel real? He, he realized he is real. So the king spends his night, no music. He can't sleep. He's fasting. And let's look at what happens the next morning. Very early, the king arose in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me for as much as before him innocency was found in me and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. Now I want to back up just for a moment because he comes to the den of lions. He begins to cry out with a, a lamentable voice. Um, Lament, lamentable voice is a voice of sorrow, a voice of uncertainty, a voice that may be quivering. That uh, it's a voice that that is really in in uh, mourning, uh, if you will. Uh, when he came to the den, he cried out in that type of voice, almost a weeping, almost a. Um, hurting voice. And then he says unto Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God. Notice what he said. The king is acknowledging everything Daniel believes. This is why your life of being steadfast, continually serving the Lord, making preparations now to to live for tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day is so important is because the king started acknowledging you're the servant of the living God. Notice what he's saying. This is so telling of Daniel's impact on the king. Servant of the living God is Thy God, whom thou servest, how? Continually. He's repeating. Daniel, you serve the Lord continually. He'll deliver you. That's the king's voice. They throw him in the lion's den, seal it up. And then next morning, the king comes out. And he says with almost a hurtful, mourning voice, Oh, Daniel, is... You know, Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Now, that's a statement. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God. Is thy God, 
whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions. And look what Daniel says. Daniel just cries out to the king and says to the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me for as much as before him innocency was found in me. And also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. I haven't hurt anybody. I've just been a prayer warrior. I've just been a servant of the living God. I've continually kept serving the Lord. I haven't hurt anybody. I didn't hurt you, king. You know, the decree you made, yeah, I went against it, but I didn't hurt you. In fact, it convinced the king that the God that Daniel was serving is the living God, the one that's able to deliver. And look at what he says. Then was the king exceeding glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the lion's den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. No hurt, not a scratch, no lion paw scratches, no no hunks of meat tore out. Nothing was wrong with Daniel because before he went into the lion's den, he had a steadfast relationship with the Lord. Before we go into our lion's den, if we want to come out untouched, we are going to have to have a relationship with the Lord that we serve him continually, not just during the good times, not just when everything's going smooth, but even in the bad times, in the rough times, in the times of uncertainty, in the times we don't know what's going to happen. You know what? We at Pipeful Apostolic Church, we have to continue serving the Lord so we can convince others. They may not agree with everything that we do. They may not agree with everything that you do. But I will tell you this. If we will steadfastly, continually serve the Lord, it will have an impact on them. Yes, it will. It will have an impact on them that they will acknowledge the God you serve is the living God. Oh, how I want that to be said. When they look at you at Pipeful Apostolic Church, I want them to say, the God they serve is the living God. I want them to look at me as pastor of Pipeful Apostolic Church and say, the God he serves is the living God. Because we go into our troubles and we come out untouched. We go into our losses and we come out with more. We go into situations where we lose family members by way of death and we mourn, but we still come out serving the Lord. That's what Daniel proved to the king. I'll go into the lion's den serving the Lord. I'll come out of the lion's den serving the Lord. Are you making preparations for your lion's den? Are you making preparations for your fiery furnace? Are you making preparations for your Paul and Silas jail cell moment? I hope you are. I hope you've made up your mind. I'm going to I'm going to continually serve the Lord no matter what. 
If things are good, I'm going to serve him. Things are bad, I'm going to serve him. I'm going to continually look to him because I know that when I come out of my situation, I will come out untouched. It's been proven time and time again, not only with Daniel, but with Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. They get thrown in the fiery furnace. They come out without even the smell of smoke upon them. Why? Because they made preparations before the fiery furnace, before the lion's den. With that said, I'd like to uh, come to a close with with this. Um, I read something and said something this morning at CAC that I want to repeat to you. Decision... Daniel's decision to remain true to godly values was something that he did not waver on. Stay true to godly values. But he was surrounded by the Babylonian culture. I I wonder, since we know that Daniel had an excellent spirit, the favor of God was upon him, his obedience brought this great deliverance. Can we make preparations now for our deliverance, our help, our rising up out of the ashes of what would be ruin to most people, but because you continually serve the Lord, You're faithful to Pipeful Apostolic Church. You're faithful to the Lord. You're faithful to Bible reading. You're faithful to a prayer life. You will come out without a scratch. Daniel's persecution happened because the king was told by some of his cohorts, if you will, They was mad at Daniel. They didn't want Daniel to to be what Daniel was. And so they wanted the king to make a decree. Nobody makes any petition to any god but you, king, that you're the only one that people can make a petition to. But Daniel could have chosen not to pray for 30 days, but he was preparing for what was ahead. I'm going to pray anyway. Oh, I believe we ought to have that attitude. I feel the Holy Ghost in this. We ought to have that attitude. I am going to pray anyway. It doesn't matter what I'm going through. doesn't matter what tomorrow holds. I'm going to pray anyway. I'm going to pray anyway. Why? I'm making preparations. So when the hard things hit, I've got an excellent spirit to deal with it. When the hard times hit, I'm making preparations. When the hard times hit, I'm going to come out of my situation untouched, unwavering, not going to compromise, not going to let down, going to hold to the godly values that I've been taught. Well, faithful obedience brings worldly resistance. While we may want the Lord to reward us for our faithful obedience, we must be aware of the worldly resistance 
that may arise from doing the right thing. When you do right, there'll always be the opposition. When I would do good, evil is present with me. That's what the Bible teaches you and me. When we go through things, you know, we stand for the right. There's always going to be that evil, that opposition that tries to resist truth. But you keep on standing for the godly values. Be a Daniel. Be a Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Be a Paul and Silas. Be like Peter in prison. Be like the others. John, even knowing that he's going to die in prison, still held on to his faith in Jesus Christ. Well, I want to close with that because I want us to uh, hold on to our faith in the Lord. I pray that today, even though we didn't have service in the sanctuary, I pray that you uh, understand why we uh, are still having service online. Because we still need to press forward. We still need to make preparations. And the world we're living in is so cruel and so evil. We need every day to be faithful, continually serving the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for the lesson today. I thank you, Lord, for what you have revealed unto us. Lord, we want to be people that continually serve you, no matter if it's good times, bad times, whether we have abundance or lack, that we will continually serve you and take your word for what it is the words that you have given us to be strengthened by and to live by. Lord, we ask for your help for each and every one at Pipeway Apostolic Church that we will be an example even to the world that wants to resist us or resist truth or resist your people that we will want to continually serve you. What's in Jesus' name we pray. Well, I hope that you enjoyed the teaching session today. I wanted to come on even though we didn't have service. Uh, the parking lot's covered with snow. Uh, we have some side roads, even up Raccoon and different places. I can look out my window here uh, locally, and I can see that there's still ice and snow in driveways and, and along the edges of the roads. So we didn't want to get anybody out on uh, this day uh, with with a chance of maybe having an accident or someone may not even be your fault. You just be driving along, taking your time, and somebody come around and slide into you or something. So we didn't want to take that chance, but we did want to meet with you at two o'clock on our regular service time. So uh, thank you for being a part of this uh, this special edition of um, of church service on uh, Sunday, and we hope to have everybody with us Tuesday night at 7.30 online. And then by next weekend, I think we're supposed to be close to 60 degrees. All this snow will be just a memory. So uh, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you is our prayer as we get out of here and uh, get some things done. Enjoy the rest of your day as we call it a day right here.
here at Hot Boy Apostolic Church.